Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome to Security and Secure, hosted by Johnny Seifert. This is the Celebrity Mental Health Podcast, where I say it's okay to not be okay. And if you have the same match as me, then before we get to today's guest, please subscribe to Security and Secure after listening or watching and leave a five-star rating and a review. Now, let me tell you about my guest today. My guest today is the wheeler dealer, Cockney Geezer and Jack the Lad that we've all come to know and love. He boshed his way through Dino's Diner, boshed his way to the quarterfinal of The Apprentice, along with the finals of the MasterChef Kitchen. And he's now become, in the past few years, a true British icon for our generation. With his new book, Graph, out to buy now. I'm delighted to say a very good morning on Security and Security to businessman, TalkSport presenter, dad, author, and the loveliest of people, it's Tom Skinner. Hello, my friend. How are you, mate? What a lovely intro that was. Thank you very much. Well, you've managed to put a smile on everyone's faces in the past couple of years where we never really know how we're feeling. And yet when you come on, you do your good morning, people, you just put a smile on the face. And I think it's little things like that, that little moment that just carries you through the day to go, do you know what? If Tom's having a good day and it's put me in a good mood, let that last. Let's remind ourselves of that, no matter whatever noise is going on outside. One positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. So I'm all about... Waking up, making the best out of everything, pushing yourself, and you'll be all right. You know, you get there. We all have our days, like even me. You know, there's times I think, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. There ain't enough hours in the day for what I do. But, but you think positive, you believe in yourself, and you push yourself, you will get there. You will always get there. What is the go-to line you use when you think about things not going quite right? Because I always use everything happens for a reason. I kind of go, everything happens for a reason. I can take a step back, get some perspective, and then work through it. What do you do? Is there a phrase that you use to go, right, let's reset now? Always people criticising you. Never, ever take any criticism from anyone you wouldn't take advice from. That's what I can always say. It's like, don't worry about what people say. And if people are getting you down, they're, they're stressing you out, they're, they're giving you a hard time, they're talking about you, or whatever, or they're saying you can't do it. Listen, if you ain't taking advice from them, don't listen to it. What about yourself? You know what I mean? I read something really interesting the other day, and it was basically about a teacher and his classroom. And he put up a load of math sums. So he put nine times one equals seven, nine times two equals 18, nine times three equals 27, et cetera, et cetera. And everyone laughed at him. And they laughed at him because he put nine times one equals seven. And the whole kind of ethos around it was 
everyone laughed that he made one mistake, but didn't notice all the ones he'd got right. And he was saying, look, why focus on that one negative thing when there's so many other things that are right? And it's exactly what you're saying. It's something that is really hard to comprehend when you do get that negative comment. So when people are negative about you, how do you then work your mind through that to go, look, that's just one comment or that's just one moment that can't define. I mean, to be honest with you, when anyone ever does that, I think, oh, look what I've achieved. I've got six successful businesses. I live in a beautiful house. I've got every single car I've ever dreamed of. I've, I mean, I employ over 14 people. I'm on radio. I'm on TV. I've just written a book. Like, are they doing that? You know, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, so, so, and I've done that from nothing. Done that from, you know, it weren't too long ago. I was sleeping in a bloody pull-out futon in my mum's front room. And I've done that all through just believing in myself and keeping on going and just, just really, really grafting, like, not taking no for an answer, just pushing it and always pushing it and more and more and more and more and more. Like, I mean, look, there, I always say this, there ain't enough hours in the day for what I do. I'm always doing, I'm so busy now, so like, I forget what I'm doing. It's insane. Like, it's, it's insane. It's insane. You've just got to keep on going. Don't worry about anyone else. Worry about yourself. Make sure that you and your circle are okay. You and your family are okay. You and your family are okay. You and your business are okay. Don't worry about anyone else. Make sure you always look at what's important to you and make sure that that's fine. As long as that's fine and that's your little fault, that's, that can't be broken, then you're all good. Well, look, you've mentioned the word graft. You mentioned your new book. Your new book, Graft, is out now. It's such an incredible book. And it's a book where I didn't think I'd see that side of you, where I cried about four or five times whilst reading it. It was that good. There's a lot of things I want to delve into, but let's start with why you wrote the book now. Why now, as a businessman, as you've gone through all your credentials just now, and also being a father, everything's kind of been building up to this moment where... We're now seeing the Tom Skinner for this chapter that will take you through the next couple of years. So bringing that with the book, why did you decide to write that now? I think that it morely goes back to the Dino's calf videos. Is look, like, what everyone knows, I get up four, sometimes three in the morning and go to work early, start work early. You know, like, even now, I mean, it's a bit late now, so it's nine o'clock, something like that. We, we've been here for three hours grafting, you know, we've got lorries turning up in a minute with deliveries coming. And I think when I was doing them videos in the morning, I didn't realise, like, that was just me going, good morning, you lovely people with Dan Dino's cap and today we're having a nice chicken curry and look, whatever you're doing today, you can do it. You Just giving the same talk that I give to my friends and my staff and my, my people around me and my family, like, just a little bit of motivation. And I didn't realise how many people needed to actually hear that. Like, they needed to hear it. I mean, like, after doing them for a few weeks, I mean, one thing that will never leave me is someone messaged me and told me that they was gonna they was gonna kill themselves. Yeah, they was on the brink of doing it. They'd written a letter to their best friend. They'd sorted everything out. They'd transferred their money over to their family. They was ready to do it, ready to take it. And and one of their friends or someone sent them a, someone sent them a link to one of my videos, and they messaged me at like three in the morning or four in the morning when I was getting up. And they said, Tom, I've just scrolled back and watched every single one of your videos and, and just told me what I was going to do. And I was like, save someone's life. And I, I thought, what? Like, these are helping people. If it helps just one person, I'm going to carry on doing them. And, and then, like, when I don't do one, people say, oh, mate, like, where's your video? Because it always sets me up for the day. Like, I go into offices in London when I'm doing work and they play the video. And like, city traders all sit there watching my videos to get them in the mood for the day. And I thought, I never knew that it was reaching that many people. And... Harper Collins said about this week, look, we'd love you to do a book. And I just want the book to people to read it. And if 
they can read it and it just says to them, look, like, Tom's done it. He's had a go. Like, he ain't, he ain't really been giving no legs up. Or I know I went on The Apprentice and that helped me massively. I know that. But I still had to go through the process to get on that. Do you know what I mean? I still had to come across and push myself. And the book is just all about the fun I've had, the ups and downs. Nothing's plain sailing in life. And, and just, I thought it'd be good for people to read it, to say that, and look at it and read my story and understand that anyone can do it, you know? Anyone can do it. And I thought the time is right because I'm relatable. You know what I mean? I'm a market trader from East London. I don't, I'm not nothing, I'm not no one special. I don't see myself as a celebrity. I don't see myself as a social media influencer, whatever they are. I'm just Tom Skinner that gets in his transit van every day and goes to work and works hard and enjoys my life. And I thought it's the right time to write this book so people who, who, who are maybe not believing in themselves anymore or they're just thinking, I don't know where I'm going in life. Read it. Look at the things I've done. Look at the ups and downs that I've done and, and, the, and the, the hard times, the good times and, and the fun we've had and the friends I've got around me. Read it. Read it. Have a look at it. And I just feel it might connect with a few people that, that, might, that might enjoy it. So thinking about that person whose life you saved and everything, like you said, you've been through, that role that you gave in the world, the fact that you were the person that saved that person's life, what did that do to you? Because you've faced suicide before from other friends. And so you've got that experience of knowing what I should have done or could have done back then. And now you've got given that moment to actually save someone's life. You never know who's struggling, mate. Like... I'm very, very, very lucky that I don't struggle. But honestly, like I, I keep going. I'm just like this machine that just keeps ticking and ticking and ticking. I don't know what it is. I must be mental. <laughs> but I always have been since a young age. That rock for my friends, for my family. Like Tommy's alright. Tommy's got this. Tommy can do that. And, and I've set myself to be that. And then I love it that it, it just helps one person. You never know who's struggling. The signs are not always there. They're never always there. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, it just brings me great joy that. I can do that. I've got a platform. Let's spread a bit of positivity, a bit of love. Let's make people smile. Well, this is it. And obviously, we know you're best friends with Ryan, and we know he went through a very hard time personally. And so when you're not doing it on social media and you're very much seeing your friend go through that pain, what did you do with him and, and your friends and, your, and how those conversations changed in your wider circle in the way you were speaking man-to-man -man about those type of mental health conversations? Mate, I didn't, didn't know that he was struggling, really. I didn't know that he was struggling. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You don't know who's struggling. You don't know who's struggling, and people don't know how to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? So that's why we keep positive, because there could be someone sitting at their desk right now thinking, how am I going to pay the rent at the end of the month? How am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to get the next promotion? So we just keep... I will always... They might not want to talk about it, but if they watch a video, they see a little bit of motivation, they read the book or whatever it is, then it's just there for them to up and going. You know what I mean? Well, it's very interesting. There's an amazing anecdote in your book, Graft, which I read and I cried at. And it took me a moment. I had to actually just put your book down for a second and just breathe. And it was about a burglar who tried to burgle your house and your dad's wow. reaction to it, yeah. which was fascinating. Page 50 is the anecdote. If you get the book and you want to have a quick look at the book graph just to see what these stories are like, have a read of that story and then go and buy the book. Talk to me about what happened for those that don't Mate, know. That taught me one of the best lessons in life I've ever been taught, like ever. Like, so I was, I was young and I was, I was at my dad's house and I, I, had, a, I had a girlfriend at the time 
you know, years and years and years ago, just when I was younger and I was in the gym every day, I was boxing, I was playing rugby, I was in, like, I, I, I weren't at drinking, I was incredibly, incredibly fit. And, and uh, we're, we're sitting up in the bedroom watching, watching a film. And my dad comes in from the pub, he's obviously drunk, he's had a few beers. Night, mate. No, night, goes and gets in bed in the bedroom next door. And in the house, he's got the corner house, yeah? So you had a gate and it up the side and a garden at the back. And on the side, there was a little like, shed and a little, but it's all connected to the house. We watch this, and the girl I'm sitting with, and the cover her name was, she says, I can hear someone outside. I said, What are you talking about? Shut up. She said, I can hear someone. So I've gone to the window, I've, look, I've looked out the window, and clear as day, there is a geezer there with something. So I've jumped up, I've banged on my dad's door, dad, 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 someone's trying to get in the house, someone's trying to get in the house, I'm like, quick, quick, get, get down here. Um, I've run down the stairs, I've opened the kitchen door, I've run out there, the geezer's turned, we've, boom, we've had a scuffle, we've tried to get on the fence, I've bashed the life out of him, I've gone top of him, I've been, honestly, like, I've bashed the life out of him, but um, my dad comes running out while this is happening with a nine iron golf club, yeah? He swung the golf club at me, at me, right? Completely missed and fell into the bush next, next, to, next to me. So, like, and I've gone, oh, my dad, my dad's gone, did I get him? Like, I'm like, no, dad, like, he's gone, he's looked at my dad's looked at me, so I'm like, Tom, what have you done to him? Like, and he was in a bad way. I said, well, oh, he said, fucking hell. He said, come on, and then my dad gets a, he goes, go and get a glass of water, get a glass of water. My dad's thrown a glass of water over him. And uh, the he's come, he's come up, he's, he's, he's like opening his eyes, looking about. And he said, come and, come and sit down. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. like, he started getting really scared, thought he was going to do, kidnap him. And I was like, well, that's him. Why are, we, why are we bringing him inside? Well, he said, come and help, help him up, Tom, help him up, bring him inside. So I worked with my dad. I wasn't sure what's going on with my dad. I thought we're going to do that. We brought him in the house, in the kitchen. We sat him at the table. They walked over to the kettle, sticks a kettle in. And I, and I seriously think my dad's got a poor boy in Wolverine. I don't know what's going to happen. He says, I don't know what's going to happen. Then my dad says, do you want a cup of tea? And, and the geezer was shaking, like he was shaking. Went, Mate, you're all right now, you're safe now. Just sit down. Tom, go and get him a flannel. I went upstairs, gone and got him a flannel. Tom down, he said, clean yourself. I'm cleaning him up. He's got a cup of tea. It's bizarre. That's going to go and get him a new, new, like, new clothes, all blood everywhere. So I give him a hoodie or whatever. And, He's sitting and my dad's gone, mate, why, why, why did you, uh, why did, what are you doing? And the geezer said, like, look, he said, Bones trying to get into the shed looking for a bike or a lawnmower or something like that. They can go and sell. He's got an addiction and I like, just needed somewhere to go and, and he didn't know what he was doing. And my dad said, mate, he said, could have knocked on my door. And I was looking at my dad and thinking, what? Like, what are you doing, dad? He said, you knocked on my door. And I was thinking, why are you doing this, dad? And my dad, we had like next to the, that there was like, you know, a drawer with a tray of knives and forks and underneath it, my dad used to get a bit of money, not a lot. And my dad got the money out and he counted out 200 quid or something like that. And he's gone, here, I'll go, mate. You've got somewhere to stay tonight. He's thinking, what? I was going down, he's going down and shut up. He's giving the money and he's gone, well, you know where you're going, you're, you're sure where you know where you're going and all this, and you're going to be all right. Look, you don't ever be robbing people's houses. We're good, hardworking people. You never rob from our houses. Like, you need money, you could have knocked on my door and I would have had a cup of tea and spoke to you. And I was still in my head thinking, why were they doing this? Anyway, we walked him over to the bus stop. We've sat him down, waiting for the bus to come. My dad's gone. Do not let him get off his bus till he gets down to Queen's Hospital. Anyway, I've walked back with my dad to the house and my dad's gone. I've gone to my dad, what? Like, dad, why? Why did you do that? He said, sometimes in life, mate, 
people just need a little leg up. I need a chance. He's a kid, mate. He's like mid-20s, early 30s. He, he's, his life's in tabers and he's got so low in life that he, that's, he need, that's what he's got to do to survive. But I suppose you're right, my dad, anyway. I've, I've gone back in the house, gone back upstairs, had, had a watch. The girl, bless her, thinks we're absolutely insane. <laughs> thinks we're a nutty family. What, what's going on? you got to fast forward about three years and we're sitting in a pub called The Ship on Main Road in Gideon Park in Romford. And we're sitting out the front of his, on these benches. He's have these long benches out the front. I had a beer, they had a vodka and tonic or whatever it was, and we're drinking. And the geezer walks past us, looks at me, looks at my dad, stares at us, literally looks at us. I'm thinking, are we going to have a row? What's going on? I'm like, do you know him, Dad? He carries on walking, gets to the zebra crossing, stops, looks back again. And then he starts walking back. Down me beer, ready to have a row. I don't know what's going on. And he said, excuse me, he said, sorry to interrupt your evening. He said, um, did you used to live on a house down there on the corner? He said, yeah. He said, oh, he said, I tried breaking into your house a few years ago. And I remember you sat me down, you gave me some money. And he said, I just wanted to let you know that that night I went and sorted myself out. I went and found help. I went and got help. I went and got myself clean. I've been clean for, for this long now. That was the last time that I touched any, whatever it was. He said, he said, and I've got myself a job in Romford and I'm, I'm working now. I've got a bed sit where I'm living. I've sorted my life out and it's all down to you. Thank you very much. I couldn't believe it, mate. I couldn't believe it that that one act of kindness that my dad showed on that night changed someone's whole life. Because if that hadn't have happened and we rung the, or we rung the police, he could have been back in, back in prison, back robbing or whatever. Or if we'd just let him get away with it, he'd have gone and got his done whatever he had to do with his money, and done it the next night, the next night, the next night, until he could, could, could possibly be dead. You don't know. And it just taught me a lesson that even when someone does something bad to your family, see the good in it. Because when desperate people do desperate things, and it ain't normally them. I completely agree. And that idea of pay it forward, your dad instilled those lessons to you. You're then paying it forward now to your social media following. But what about your kids? As you're bringing them up as a father now yourself, what are those lessons that your dad gave you that you're taking part and going, right, here's how I want to do it for the next generation of Skinners? Yeah, look, like, I mean, my kids are only young, they're babies, you know, like, I do loads of my little boy, we go West Ham, or we have a little, like, whenever I've got a day off, take him out, take him out, whatever we do, with, if we go down to a museum, or we go on a train, or we go just go have a bit of lunch, like, I love spending time with my family, my wife, my kids, and I just want to be, that they all got to be, Three things in life that and I'll be happy and I'm proud of that. They've all got to be hard working because that's how you get on in life. I want them all to be honest, yeah? And have good honest and have good manners. That's number two, because that's what I believe. It's all about manners for me. And, and, and having, you know, good good being honest and, and being correct and morally correct. And number three is just be loving as well. They love, love, just loving. If they love what they do, they love their friends, they love their family, look out for their friends, look out for their family, then I'll, that's what I've always been told and that's what I'm going to push on there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's talk a bit of showbiz. Let's talk about Towie because originally you were supposed to be on it. It never quite happened. First thing I want to note is you mentioned Romford and Essex, etc. How's Essex changed for you in the past decade since Towie's come in? Have you noticed a change in Essex as a whole? Brentwood was voted the most boring town to live in in like 2006, yeah? Brentwood is now like the most prestigious place to live <laughs> in all the Essex. It's mental, you know. There was nothing there. It's changed. I think everyone in Essex now is is looking a million dollars. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking a million dollars. They all doled up to the nines, the girls, the blokes are all getting facials. It's mental, you know what I mean? But that, but it's good because Essex, everyone's famous, mate. Everyone in Essex is famous. And does that mean that when you're in Essex now, you've had to change how you are, like? Pre-Towie, were you not getting the facials and the massages and the vajazzles, and now you're getting them all? Maybe not the vajazzles. Mate, look at me. Else. I get vajazzles and facials. I've never done that in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? That ain't for me. Like, I have a shower, put a shirt on and go graph. That's all I do. <laughs> um, would you go to Towie now? If they came back knocking at your door, would you no, go on the show? No, it wouldn't be for me. I can't do all that bitching about it. If I don't like someone, I say, I don't like what you, I don't like it, mate. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going to do the... Backwards and forwards, it's not for me personally, no. So where do we take your TV career next? You've done the MasterChef Kitchen. Obviously, you've been in the Apprentice Boardroom. So you've done two big kind of celebrity contestant shows. Where's next? Because although you're doing amazing in your own business, we still need you back on TV. Well, I've just filmed a couple of like um, 
quiz shows that are on TV. I've just filmed them, done them, done all that, you know what I mean? So I've been talks now about having my own TV show, which would be phenomenal. And obviously, I'm just pushing my career with talk sport at the minute because I, I like I'm, I love West Ham, I love sport, and and I'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world at sport. I know that, but I'm learning on the job. Like I'm kind of a bit of a sports broadcaster, and I'm going away for West Ham games, and I'm trying to do as much as I can on that because that really interests me. It's something that I've never done before, and I'm learning on the job, but I'm finding it fun. I think people quite like the way that I evaluate games. Not being an expert, I'm more of a pub watcher and a home game goer. So when I do talk about sports, I talk about it about from everyone else's point of view. Do you know what I mean? Well, absolutely. And also, you've got the best view of the world because on the top of the 17th floor of the shard, mini shard, you get to see the whole of London. If you're ever there early morning to watch that sunrise over Tower Bridge, it's just the most beautiful thing. Stunning, isn't it? Stunning. I take a picture every single day, even though I've been there in that building for about six years. I still take a picture <laughs> every time because I still can't get over it. So you've got TalkSport, you've got your business, you've got your book graft, which is out now. You've got your own TV show, hopefully. Is this going to be kind of like Tyson Fury, Fly on the Wall series, At Home with the Skinners? A little bit like that, yeah. A little bit like that. So when you bring that all together, did you think that Tom Skinner sitting today on Security and Secure would be in this position when you were working and getting up at 3am in the markets back in the day and putting that hard work in? Because as you've shown, hard work is equals a big payoff. Mate, never in a million years where I thought I'd be right on that. I knew I'd be successful. I always knew that, that my, that my time would come because I never gave up. I never, ever gave up. I've never given up, never will. But I never thought I'd be where I am now. This is, instead of laying in bed dreaming about my dreams, I woke up and chased them and, I, and I've reached it. So is that your advice to your 16-year-old self now? Final question, if you were to speak to your 16-year-old self now, what would you be saying to her? It would happen. Just keep on going. Just don't never lose the belief. Don't never lose the passion. I think all the things I've gone through in my life, I mean, there's lots of stories that I couldn't put in that book. You know, because I, I couldn't put them in the book. They was that, too, book then, two. That'll be in book two. That'll be when I've got all my money and I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that that is the final, final question I want to know from you, is when you do retire, and let's say you're 90 years old, how do you want to look back at the life you've led? I'm proud to, I'm proud to say all the things I've done. I'm, I, listen, I've been there with not a tenant to put diesel in the van. I owe money for stock. Not knowing what's going on the next day. And I've been there. I've sat in positions. I've I've been on the arse. Like, and just to keep, keep the passion, keep the energy, keep the motivation, keep putting one foot in front of the other. It don't matter how the steps you are, are that you take, is it? As long as you're in the right direction, John, you, you're going to get there. And, and I've got there almost. I'm not where I want to be, obviously. Look, the start and the finish are always different places. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of the journey right now. So we're going to carry on going. So when we're looking at directions, Tom's got his directions sorted, but you need to get your directions sorted. If you're a Tom Skinner fan, his book, Graph, is out to buy now. And go and check out Boschheim and Bosch Market. That's the direction you need to be going to after this episode. But before you do that, if you're watching on YouTube, give a thumbs up, click that subscribe button and leave a review. And if you're listening, wherever you're listening, leave that five-star rating, a review, and click that follow button. It's so important we keep spelling the word. It's okay to not be okay. On social media, at Johnny Seafoot. On TikTok at Johnny Seafoot92 and on Instagram at Johnny Seafoot and at Securians Code Podcast is where you can find me. Until next time, I've been Johnny Seafoot. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 